0: We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for September 13th, 2016. And today, boy, do I have a treat. I don't think I've ever been fired up like this to do a study, ever, in all my years of ministry. Uh, Because we're really going to see today where the rubber meets the road. As I have said it really seems as though evil is starting to just ramp up through the roof, literally materializing that we are going to be engaged in a literal battle very, very soon between the forces of evil. I'm not saying we aren't now. I'm talking about though, in your face, real type of battle. Now, I've had a lot of things happen to me over the years. Um, I guess you would say on the supernatural side, and um, a lot of threats, things of this nature. Well, I got one today from a black eyed, shape shifting witch named Jasmine. Uh, It goes by Jasmine T. And I'm going to read this to you, and then we're going, and I'm going to read you my response, then I'm going to read you her response, then I'm going to read you my response. And then we're going to look at some Bible verses that pertain to this type of situation. And uh, hopefully this will be a something that will build your faith, um, encourage you to be in prayer about. And then from there, we're going to um, segue into the actual normal teaching that I was going to actually do tonight. This came up today. I had the teaching pushed up a day and now I know why. Because I, I needed to actually include this into this teaching. So without further ado, here's her email I just got today at uh, 2.35 p.m. Um, and it's entitled, You Don't Know Who You're Messing With. So she says, now I'm going to edit out the uh, the cuss words and stuff. Uh, there's not that many, really. But um, I'm going to edit those out just so you know. She says, hey, Scotty. You've really ramped it up over the past few weeks, haven't you? Now, I don't really know what I've done different. I did do that teaching on the alien agenda, Disclosure, and I don't know whether that really ruffled a whole bunch of their feathers. I got into some stuff there I've never got into before. Must have really made them extremely angry. That's all I can think of. I got more positive feedback on that teaching, that four-parter that we just put up last week than I've i mean probably in years and so i don't know it, it seemed like that really uh ruffled some some satanic feathers anyway we tried to drop you a few hints in the last two weeks or so you little worm but apparently you are, you are even more stupid than we thought <clears throat> so let us help you and your deluded mind for a little bit all right with a little smiley face and a wink sign uh, we know about that rookie coven from a few years back okay there was a witch coven and i've said this before what happened and, and i'm going to get into it in a second but this just confirms that this it, it's kind of nice to get confirmation from a witch coven that exactly what i said happened did happen and she's confirming it for me so thank you jasmine uh we know about the bottles of rum that was one bottle of rum and that was when the when i was working in florida and to hear about a lot of um, the things that I'm talking about, or some of the things I'm talking about, key in Supernatural in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. One word. And you'll see my supernatural experiences, whatever. Just click on that, and I get into the whole thing about the voodoo, um, high-level voodoo witch doctor that was commissioned to kill me, and they had buried a bottle of Haitian rum upside down on the property where I was working, and God literally took me to it. In the middle of the summer, dressed in full dress clothes. I didn't even know I was out there, and I found the thing. And it was under a piece of visqueen, um, which is what they put when you have mulch. Anyway, God took me right to it, and I found it, got rid of it. Um, <clears throat> so that was the bottle of rum she's in reference to, what, what the Haitian voodoo witch doctors do. And evidently, it's a high-level curse, because when I showed it to, to some Haitians that knew what it meant, they just went ballistic. They, it was like the end of the world. Anyway, they put some type of spirit or curse into the bottle, the rum or whatever. It's advantageous for it, and they bury it upside down in your property. Do all these witchcraft things, and I guess it's—I don't know—it's probably to kill you or whatever, whatever. Okay. Then they broke into the office. They put all this white white voodoo witch powder everywhere, and um, uh, ended up nothing happened to me. You know, but the witch doctor had to go, and. You know, nothing ended up happening. The business that was trying to put me out of business all ended up folding. So, anyway. Um, so, anyway, we know about the bottles of rum. We know about what your precious, precious little daughter saw when that moron of an apprentice screwed up and didn't watch his cord. Now, I have to interpret all this. And some of it I can't interpret because it's it's cryptic. But what she's talking about here is the witch that I had talked about, I don't know, two, three years ago. That astral projected into her house. God let it happen this one time. It's the only time it's ever happened. And it's not like... I don't believe it was because there was any abject huge sin problem. I just believe that it was really to shore up Taylor's faith. Because she has shied away from stuff like this. And this was a situation where she had to deal with it. And I was asleep. She was in her bedroom. And this thing, this witch astral projected into our house... Uh, a male and was coming down the hall taylor was in her bedroom saw the thing coming down the hall was scared but asked god what to do and he said cut his silver cord in jesus in jesus's name and so that's what she did she cut the silver cord in jesus's name right as the thing was crossing trying to get into taylor's room and all of a sudden taylor saw this abject look of horror on this thing's face on this astral projected person's face as it was sucked down into hell that person died in real life i don't know who it was you know hey listen you come here doing that (laughs) you better expect consequences in the name of the lord jesus christ because it's not about me it's not about taylor it's not about that it's about the lord jesus christ it's about Father God. It's about the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. It's about the blood of Jesus Christ. It's about his holy angelic host. That's what it's about. You're not fighting. You can think you're fighting me all day long. You're fighting the Lord of hosts. Who is my God? Okay? So understand, you want to engage me? Great. Fine. Whatever. But understand, it's not like it's just Scotty out there. Battling you, if it was just me, I'd get slaughtered. Church, I admit that. It's about the God who is my God. It is about the God I serve. That's who you're fighting. That's what you're not getting through your thick heads. Any occultists that, that want to come after me or Luciferians or Satanists or whatever. That's what you're not understanding. You're also not understanding that I have a whole legion of prayer warriors that I can go to in these situations to pray about these things. Okay? You don't have that. What do you have? You have witchcraft. Well, true, born-again, Bible-believing prayer warriors are always going to trump witchcraft. I'm not saying you don't have any power. I'm not saying that. If, if there were no benefits to witchcraft, nobody would be doing it i'm not saying that but compared to the power of a praying remnant christian it's nothing but you're demonically blinded and deluded in this particular jasmine i don't even think she's human okay and you'll understand why in in a few minutes and these are these are vessels of wrath fitted or prepared ahead of time for god's destruction she's even basically admitted that to me in the second email anyway um so in that particular case that guy whoever it was that tried to astral project in here um he's in hell he's in hellfire for eternity and then he's going to go and go have to go before the great white throne judgment where he's going to get cast into the lake of fire now what i'm telling any occultist listening to this broadcast is that that's your future Unless you repent. I pray to God, if it be possible, your souls get saved. I truly do. I pray to God that fear God would come upon you listening to this broadcast. I have no doubt in any of this. My faith is 100% sure, rock solid. And if I have to die for any of this, whatever. Whatever. Absent from the bodies to be present with the Lord. You are going to be present in hellfire if you die. That's the big difference between you and I. I'm not cocky. I'm confident. I have faith. Okay? don't mistake this for for cockiness because i'm not i'm just i have faith i know what i know what i know i know in whom i have believed as the bible says so anyway she goes on and she said your precious little daughter when that moron of an apprentice meaning this witch who asked or projected in her house screwed up and didn't watch his cord now what she's in reference to is if you go to the end of ecclesiastes the last chapter and, and um, Solomon's talking, and he says, "If the silver cord ever be loosed, the silver cord when people astral project, and and even if you watch that documentary or that movie that Shirley MacLaine did, where she admitted to astral projecting, that New Age movie, when in the movie she had the silver cord attached from her soul slash spirit and her into her body, okay, back home." If that silver cord is ever cut, when an occultist astral projects, they die instantly. Their body dies. And, and they're, they're dead. For real. Okay? It's very risky. It also ages you incredibly quickly if you do it a lot. Um, so it's a very risky proposition, especially if you're going to go against Bible-believing remnant Christians. Because there's no guarantee, you know, what's going to happen you go out man it's it's like a roulette wheel you want to ask to project well hey you you might get a whole lot more than you bargained for because you've been lied to and deceived by the devil so that's what i'm in reference to when she says he didn't watch his cord wouldn't matter if he was watching his cord wouldn't matter what taylor said is all that would have mattered and she said it in faith, and she saw it, and it's not even something she even likes to talk about. But it did happen. This confirms it. And, and you know, anyway. Uh, they're even admitting is what I'm saying. So let us tell you that we have finally come around to pick up your quote case for ourselves. So evidently, whatever I've done in the, in the recent times, has really, really got them ramped up. Now they're going to take it on personally. Good. It's my response. Good. And our transcendental elites, which I'm I'm assuming are, you know, evil entities, they're in reference to Our transcendental elites have finally reached insane places away, way, way more dangerous than your crappy S-H-I-T-T house. Later, later factum, which I mean, I think means something like that's a fact or something. I tried to look it up. I really couldn't get a solid translation of that. Okay, so in other words, they've seen way more places, way way more dangerous than my house. Okay, um, and while we do find your naive stupidity quite endearing and funny in a weird way, well, I'm glad that you know I had a little bit, of, you know, I you know, got a little bit of endearing factor to him. Um, we've all had a good laugh at you calling that poor lover's fly a gargoyle quote gargoyle lol i have no clue what she's in reference to there um i'm sure i'll get an email from her clarifying that uh we are also getting very sick of you very quickly good i'm glad good i'm doing my job then so here's our final message to you you worthless worshiper of the false lamb oh really you're gonna bow before that lamb you're gonna bow before the lamb of god oh yeah and you're gonna understand the tear of the lamb of god I pray to God y'all do this night in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't understand who you're messing with. Because you're not really I don't even this is all you can I could sit here and take this personally. No no no. You're you're going against God. You're 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 bringing Jesus Christ into this battle that you want to go into. So understand. You've defined the terms then. Great. You want to go against the Lamb of God? You want to degrade the Lamb of God? You want to blaspheme the Lamb of God? Well, be prepared for the repercussions and the consequences of doing that. Since she says this, take this is the ultimatum: take down your website and your recent teachings, or by the grace of Keck and Lam. Now, Lam is the entity that Aleister Crowley. Um, was trying to bring through the Alam trough work, and I believe when he was in the Great Pyramid of Giza, when he did that ceremony there, and this was back in the early 1900s. Haven't looked up Keck, I don't know. It, it, it's some devil, okay? I, I will, I'm gonna do more research on that. So anyway, by the grace of Keck and Alam, and then and then she has the this one word, but it's not really a word, it's G-H-P-T-Y. Now, this is all in, I, I included this email at the start of the pdf so you can read it if you want to research this or whatever pray about it um so evidently they don't like my website or my recent teachings in particular so or by the grace of kekerlam and then there's this ghpty in parentheses our spirit forces will tear you to effing shreds um and i'm obviously ending out the cuss words you shall be alone in your rooms cold and helpless oh yeah <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We will see. <laughs> I've never been so excited about anything in my life, I think. When our projective forces transcendentally enter your bedroom and tear you apart limb for limb by the sheer power of our spirits without you even knowing what is happening. Oh, we will see. Oh, we will see. (laughs) Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. You're going to have the biggest root awakening you've ever had in your life, devils. You go ahead and try this. Go ahead. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, if this is what you want, you want death and hell, whatever. I'm here. I'm here. And it's not me you're going to be dealing with is what I'm trying to tell you. But you're probably not going to get that through your thick skulls. Your thick, satanic, darkened devil skulls. Then she says, You always talk about how a Satanist. And then she says, Not quite, Scotty, but I'll go with it. And they're not quite Satanists. They're probably, I don't know what they were being referenced to Luciferian occultists. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, we'll have a soak. It's. Um, you always saying how a status will have a so-called rude awakening when we stand before the Lord. And she she cap, she cap doesn't capitalize Lord and puts it in quotes. Meaning, the Lord of the Bible is not the Lord of the universe. Okay, it's just some deity that they're going to defeat. It's how they look at God. It's literally how they look. They they I mean, she says it here. I'll, I'll, I won't say any more, but she says it here in a sec. Your weak, worthless Lord not capitalized L, couldn't even defend himself from the Roman troops as he got tortured and butchered like the Jewish kike sheep he was. Now, I don't think, I I, don't, I hope kike's not a cuss word. I think it's like a derogatory slang word for a Jew, okay? If it is, I apologize. But I wanted to say that just so you all know what kind of blaspheming devil we're dealing with here, Okay? I want there to be righteous indignation about devils like this. These are the people that run the world, guys. These are, these are just, this is just one branch of Luciferianism, occultism, you know, that, that basically these are the part of the hierarchy of the people that kind of run the world. I'm not saying that, that this is some, some kind of world leader I'm dealing with here, but people of her ilk go right up the food chain to the top and, and answer directly to Satan. Our Lord, on the other hand, our Lord, capital L, she says, is the master, quote, master and, quote, ruler of this world. And all worlds and races beyond it. Whereas the Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all they that dwell therein. All things were created by him, meaning Jesus, and without him was not anything made that was made. That's my response to you. Jesus Christ spoke the universe into existence. Satan never, ever did that. Satan is a created being that fell with a third of the angels, okay? So... We're dealing, I mean, we're just dealing with serious, serious delusion here. So so she says, again, I'll just reiterate that last part. She says, our Lord, on the other hand, is master and ruler of the world, and the worlds and races beyond it. Who looks like he has the upper hand to you, Scotty? Well, we'll see, Scotty, or miraculously, you will not see what will happen when it happens. So in other words, like the cowards that they are, they're going to try to get me when I'm sleeping. That's exactly what they're saying they're going to do, because they're cowards. Whatever. If that's how you gotta roll, go ahead, roll that way. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's not like God takes a break. It's not like God falls asleep at the switch. Okay, so I'm protected twenty four seven. I mean, I'm, I'm 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 talking about. Okay, am I am I am I am. I, Abject sin, am, am, I, am I living? Okay, no. There are things that could obviously withdraw the hand of protection from God. But I'm saying I have the faith to believe that I'm protected 24-7. I've got a prayer covering. I'm praying myself. I mean, I'm in much prayer about this because I'm taking this seriously. I'm taking this like a literal battle that I'm engaged in, that I want to be in, that I've begged God for anyway. I beg God for this kind of stuff. I live for this. This is what I truly believe I was born to do. This type of battling here. I'm not saying that because I think I'm Mr. Big and Bad. I'm just, I've always felt that there's another phase to my ministry that is going to come most likely after the phase of the internet because let's face it, the internet's not going to be here forever. Not, not Not the internet we know now. I mean, they're they're censoring things. I mean, I just heard something today, Alex Jones said something about he's having to pay 300 bucks for every time they pay the, or 3,000 bucks for, for putting this video of Hillary, whatever up. And they're, they're going to start charging and doing all the penalties and fees and all this stuff in order to totally make sure that the alternative media is gone off the internet, that Christianity is gone off the internet. That's their goal. Okay. Now, when that happens, I don't know, but seen, I see we're seeing the starts of it right now. And with the way they're trying to suppress things, just with the Hillary campaign alone, it's evidence of that. I mean, the mainstream media is full-blown doing all of these things, and I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen the censorship. So those days are coming. Anyway, um, okay, so, or more accurately, you will not see what will happen when it happens. Can't wait to see ya with an exclamation. And then she says kiss kiss with a heart and a little winky symbol. And then she sends a picture of me of her and she is a black-eyed witch. She's got full black eyes. Um and uh, pretty, a pretty black-eyed witch is what we're dealing with. Blonde hair, uh, and then she's holding a picture. She it's a picture of her. It's some kind of I don't know if it's on her smartphone or whatever. And she's got she's got a she's holding a um a picture. Now this is in the PDF. You gotta see this picture. You got if if nothing else, you gotta look at this picture on the PDF. Um I do not think these are contacts. And she confirms that they are not. And the thing is is most of the time if you wear black-eyed contacts, you're going to see a little bit of white on the sclera. The sclera is the white part of your eyes. The, there is no white that I can visibly detect. And it's a big picture. I left it big. It's blown up. Um, it's it's in the PDF for this teaching, okay? And it says, and she's holding a, a piece of paper that says, and it's handwritten, I am assuming by her, we haven't forgot about you, Scotty, with a heart symbol. <laughs> oh, so... So that's the, you got to see the picture, if nothing else. I mean, it's it's classic. Anyway, my response, I said, no, Jasmine T, you don't know who you're messing with. You are messing with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the most high God of the universe. Your gods all bow before him. And I made sure I put that in lowercase g. So go ahead with I mean your gods meaning her god she worships is a lowercase she. So go ahead with your plans, devil. See what happens. I can't wait. In the name of Jesus of in the in the name of Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you, devil Jasmine T and all your devil ilk and evil entities working with you. I apply the blood of Jesus Christ against you and all that are working with you. And then I included the Bible verse, Jeremiah 23, 29. It's not my word, like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. Uh, and then I said to her, I said, This is the battle I was born for, and I'll gladly die if need be. And I mean that, I do. And then I said, Will you? With question marks. Let's do this. I'm sick of messing around. I am. I'm sick of messing around. I mean, I feel like I've been, I've been in like this mode where there's all this evil encroaching in, and all I can do is speak through a microphone. Not, not to say you can't pray and do these other things, but I'm talking about the day that things get literal, like literal type of maybe face-to-face, yeah, face-to-face confrontation, that type of, that type of thing. Now I'm going to do, I'm going to go over a whole bunch of Bible verses pertaining to this when we're done. So I'm not talking about going out there with a machete and hacking up people. I'm not talking about that at all. I'm talking about a different kind of warfare. I'm talking about a spiritual warfare. I'm talking about a biblical warfare, okay? So, so she responded back to me, which I was hoping she would, and she says, me dying, Oh, Scotty, if you only knew, <laughs> maybe I'll even materialize visibly in front of you. <laughs> so she's going to try astral projecting. <laughs> so I can tell you the stories before I take you with me. Uh, you wouldn't be the first, quote, researcher I have had fun with. There were priests, bishops, and politicians of much higher status and grandeur than you. Priests and bishops? <laughs> what, like Catholic priests? False bishops and some kind of orthodoxy? These are, these are people that aren't even saved. These are people that don't even have any faith. Politicians, oh boy. I, I'm not looking at it like she is. She's looking at, oh, they had higher degrees than you and they were Harvard graduates and they graduated from Summit. I don't have any of that garbage. Yeah, I'm a doctor, whatever. I'm a chiropractor. But that what does that matter to God? That doesn't matter. What matters is what is your status before God. What is your status? Are you a saved, born again Bible believing Christian? Do you have on the full armor of God? You know, I mean, have you have you been praying? Have you have you been reading the word? I mean, have you, you know, there's a lot of things that can be done when dealing with these types of entities. In fact, I got a whole file on that. Dealing with evil entities that I sent to people. It gives you like step-by-step stuff you could do even in your house. So um to compare me with priests, bishops, and politicians of much higher status and grandeur, I'm not of any high status or grandeur. I admit that freely, you know? (laughs) Like I said, if it was just me being an unsaved person, I would get slaughtered. I admit that. That's the thing. I know where my place is. I know where my position, but see, I'm, I'm... I'm not, this isn't about me. This is about the Lord Jesus Christ. This is who you want to engage in battle. Okay? This is who I call upon in battle. And his holy angelic host. And the blood of Jesus Christ. And the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Those are the are the elements of, of my battle. The, 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 who I call upon. So, anyway. Um, there were... Priests, bishops, and, and I guess because she's been so successful dealing with the priests, bishops, and politicians, much higher status and grandeur, obviously she's pretty cocky, okay? I get that. I understand there's very, very true few Christians that she's probably ever engaged. And I'm not saying that because I think I'm Mr. Super Christian, okay? I'm not, I, I mean, I'm not even saying that. I mean, like I said if I before, if I got what I deserved, I get death and hell, you know? But I do have faith. I do have faith. And, and, you know, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. End of story. You know? (laughs) I know that. (laughs) So those are the things you have to cling to in a situation like this. And Bible verses that you can quote, obviously, are also a very, very good thing, too. Um, Because it's the sword of the Spirit, which is the only offensive weapon in the full armor of God. Okay, now, above all taking the shield of faith, wherewith you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. So shield of faith and all the other armor is very, very important. It's something you should be doing every day. Uh, but the sword of the spirit is really the only offensive weapon that is really listed. So it's very, very important to memorize scripture. And particularly versus warfare. And we're gonna get into that next because I, I didn't want this just to be about, oh, look what I'm going through. Let's, let's turn it into a Bible study. And I've done tons of study on witchcraft okay and i haven't done a lot lately because i covered so many aspects of witchcraft in previous studies so if you want to know about the studies key in witchcraft in the keyword search page at contendingfortruth.com and you're gonna be able to avail yourself to a whole bunch of studies there where i got into in depth on how to deal with it okay so let me just read this last line again There were priests, bishops, and politicians of much higher status and grandeur than you with your pathetic listener-sponsored microphone that I have dealt with. Me and my associates are not merely like the sorcerers and human craftsmen you've dealt with before. In fact, you will find that we are quite, quite different. Good, because that's what I've asked God for. I've asked God to go, okay, let's, let's deal with higher level witchcraft let's deal with higher level okay i have i've asked god for it so i I, here i'm not going to sit here and complain about this i am excited about it i'm excited to see what god is going to do because i want his name to be glorified and i want people to be saved and i want i want to see people's faith built up that's what this is about it's not about me it's about what is God going to do? How is he going to use it to benefit other Christians? And then also the great fear that will fall upon those that come against me in this particular regard. Maybe some of them will get saved. Um, it doesn't bode well for them if they try to do what they say they're going to try to do. But hey, that's up to them. If that's what they want to do, you know... I have, I have obviously not backed down from the challenge. So it's again, it's not about me. It's about the Lord Jesus Christ, though. So uh, you'll find that we are quite, quite different from them. I will not spoil you, but those eyes of mine in the picture I sent you, well, let's just say they are not my shapeshifted ones. Um, in other words, those are her real eyes. When she shapeshifts to have normal eyes, they look normal, okay? But those are her normal eyes, and then she says, they are not my shape-shifted ones, if you understand what I mean. And that's what I just explained to you. Okay, so people like her normally will appear with black eyes. They're, she's like a black-eyed, she, a black-eyed child. I don't know whether she came up from that. I don't know whether she is a hybrid, part of the alien-type breeding program, where, again, you've had literally millions of women that have been abducted, turned up pregnant, and then the babies disappear okay, this has happened millions of times, up to 5% of the population, I've I've just read more statistics last week, possibly 5%, okay? Where did all these babies go? Could it be that they might be being reintroduced back into society? How hard would that be? I mean, what if you just reinserted somebody that had no history into a town that nobody knew, this person, And they give them their past, and the past is all pre-made up, and they just start living a life within society. They walk among us, is the whole point here. They walk among us. So these are her normal eyes. Listen, I I got so excited when I saw her black eyes. I mean, it was (laughs) one of the coolest pictures I've ever gotten. It was awesome, you know? I guess she thought that was going to intimidate me. I I don't know. I mean, I got excited. I mean, you know, that's me. Um, And then she says, and then she has a little winky sign with a smiley face. Uh, She's playful. She's a playful devil. We got to give her that much. And then she says, with smiling regards, Jasmine. And then I say, oh, Jasmine, we're going to have so much fun. Yes, please go with that thought of materializing before me. Just be prepared for eternal hellfire for you or anyone who wants to take a shot at this the stakes are as high as it gets jasmine in the end you're all going to see that there is a remnant of true christians that will never back down from evil i mean every word of it so that's what i said to her and i know some people say oh you should have been so tongue-in-cheek and all this other stuff well you know (laughs) i can't help but be a little sarcastic you know especially with all her blasphemy and all of the, all of the way that, that she has gone about this. So, um, yeah, that was my little exchange I had today. I, I, you know, I had no idea it was going to turn into such a uh, crazy day. But that's it. Now, see, let's go now and let's go into some Bible verses pertaining to this. Some Bible verses that will build up your faith. And, yes, I would appreciate my listeners to be in prayer. I've already kind of preliminarily sent this out to some people on... Um, it's not really an email list I have. It's just some of the names of people that I frequently contact. And this will go out. And uh, this, it's not like this isn't the first time this has happened. This has happened before. I've never had quite so overt, such overt threats though. Um, I've never had dialogue either like this. Because normally when I respond back to them, they don't respond back to me. Okay. So it's kind of neat to have a little bit of dialogue there. Between you know this vessel of Satan and myself. So we we can clearly understand. Um our cards are on the table, and and here, you know, she told me how she feels, I told her how I feel. Now let's 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 get it on. Let's let's do this, you know, let's go. Um so the Bible says in Psalm 24 8, who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the God I serve. Isaiah 59, 19. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun when the enemy shall come in like a flood. The spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Yeah. Yeah. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Really good when to give it to memory. This verse was, I mean, the other day before any of this happened, this verse flooded. I read it and then I and then and then there's a part of it that um, oh no, oh hold on. That's the that's the next ones I'm gonna get into. But this verse did come into my head about this as well. Psalm 35, verses 1 through 6. Plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me. Strive would be like somebody that wants to fight with you, essentially. Okay, Plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me. Fight against them that fight against me. This is something you can ask God to do. And and I have. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for mine help. Draw out also the spear and stop the way against them that persecute me. Say unto my soul, I am thy salvation. Let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to... Because they're seeking after my soul. They're saying they're going to rip me apart. and So, hey, you, you turnabout's fair play. You want to play that game? You want to try to come astral project to me or, or send your devils and demons to me? Don't be surprised if the exact same thing happens to you or even worse. Because even if you were able to pull that off on me, I go to heaven. When it comes your time, whenever that comes, you get to go to hell. You get to understand that you were conned the whole time And that you were believing a lie and serving a devil. Let's go forward here. Um, Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for mine help. Draw out also the spear and stop the way against them that persecute me. Say unto my soul, I am thy salvation. Let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise my hurt. This is a prayer, basically. Let them be as chafed before the wind and let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery. (laughs) let me tell you something. You have an angelic visitation from a warrior angel. You're going to understand power. You think your entities are are this and that. You're going to understand the fear of God. I pray to God you do. Everyone that that comes against myself, my daughter, this ministry, or my listeners. I pray to God they get a visitation of the angel of the Lord. And if it be possible, I pray their souls be saved. But let the fear of God... Fall on them like a thick cloud. Let all their powers, witchcraft powers, ability to conjure, let it all be stripped from them bare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit, his angelic host, and through the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, the blood of Jesus Christ be against these devils. And the last says, let their way be dark and slippery. Let the angel of the Lord persecute them. Jeremiah 51 20 thou art my battle axe and weapons of war for with thee I will break in pieces the nations and with thee I will destroy kingdoms God can use a person in that regard Psalm 60 verse 12 and also 108 verse 13 through God we shall do valiantly for he it is that shall tread down our enemies Isaiah 54 17 No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise up against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. These are the these are the verses you really need to commit to memory. Uh Jeremiah twenty-three, twenty-nine, is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. And I, I had that in my letter back to her. Psalm 91, 13. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder. The young lion and the dragon Shall thou trample under feet. And the dragon. <laughs> Second Timothy 1.7 For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. See, if you're wearing the full armor of God, the armor's only on the front. You turn and run, there's nothing protecting you from the back. If you turn and run, what is that? That's fear, okay? What does that automatically take away? Not only is your back exposed, but you have no shield because your faith is not there. It's not there. How can you be turning and running from the enemy and have faith that God can protect you in the battle? I'm not judging anybody, okay? I understand different Christians are at different levels, and the Bible says to every man is appointed A measure of faith. So not everybody has the same exact amount of faith. And we're all equally as important in the body of Christ. Okay? The Bible says, can the finger say to the eye, depart of me, I have no need. I'm not saying that anybody is better or whatever than anyone else in the body of Christ. Okay? Um, But if you think about it, logically, you have the full armor of God on, and you turn and run, your back is totally exposed. Totally. Now maybe the back of your head's not the helmet of salvation would cover the back, but breastplate of righteousness, loins girded with truth, feet shod with the preparation. These are all things that are on the front. Shield of faith will be in the front of you. So you turn tail and run. You stand, man. You stand for battle. You. It doesn't matter how many people they've got. I, I don't care if 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 ten thousand witches show up in front and outside my front door. That's irrelevant. And werewolves and vampire, whatever you want to, whatever type of cryptozoological Nephilim-like creature. The bottom line is, my God is still bigger than all of that. And just like in Gideon's army, where Gideon basically, God's like, no, get rid of them, get rid of them. He dwindled the army down to like just this handful of people and they defeated, they, they won in battle. What was probably a big reason for that well so god could get the glory had it been an even fight eh, you could say well yeah it was an even fight or we surprised him and we got the upper hand but in that particular regard you really couldn't say that because the odds were were so stacked against gideon's army god got the glory people you know get saved in that environment that's what I want to see. I want to see people get saved from all this stuff. Um, I want to see faith built up. That's that's the main thing. It is the main thing. When it's all said and done, you know, when all this is over, what's gonna matter is who's in heaven. <laughs> what what are the rewards that person has in How many people got saved on earth? What 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 glory was bestowed upon God? You know. Anyway, let's go further. Um, so God has not give, given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Ephesians six ten. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. See, you can't stand against the wiles of the devil unless you put on the full armor of God. So it's that, it's that important. It's not optional. Um... For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So this Keck and Lom entity, and it's funny because the Lom entity that Aleister Crowley summoned through with this um, uh, the Lom trough working, I think it was, um, at the Great Pyramid of Giza, looked very, very, very much like our modern day gray alien. Very, very, very similar. A little bit bigger shaped head, but similar. Very, very similar. And it's funny because we start seeing the sightings of the gray aliens after that time period ramping up. Um, so I do probably believe that they are related to this long spirit type entity. So where they fit on the spiritual hierarchy of principalities, powers, rulers, darkness, the world... Spiritual wickedness in high places, I don't know. I don't know exactly where they fit in there, but you know what? My God's the God of the universe. He's got it covered. He has that covered, okay? Wherever they fit in on the spiritual hierarchy. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. So that's what I'm saying here. It's not like I'm talking about running out the door with some machete or something, okay? We don't war after the flesh. Now, I'm not saying you don't protect your family, you know, in 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 the biblical self-defense, I've done many teachings on that. And just key it in the, just self-defense or biblical resistance to tyranny, is the studies I've done on that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about this literal type of engagement that we're talking about here between this occultist and myself. We're really dealing with this is this is literal spiritual battle here. This is what we are coming in in agreeing to um, engage in both of us okay she thinks she's gonna annihilate me and and i know in whom i have believed i know the god that i serve okay so she's gonna have in her coven and those working with her are gonna have a huge surprise <laughs> oh and i know they think they're just gonna kick my butt to you know whatever and i'm gonna be torn to shreds and all this we'll see we'll see okay it's not like this is the first time i haven't been i mean i've been through this many times okay been through this many times here's the deal though here's what's really cool about it when you start going through this stuff your faith gets bigger what does that mean means your shield gets bigger I've been through so much stuff that my, my shield is way, way bigger than it was when I was a baby Christian. So that prepares me more for battle. Which is really cool. Isn't that awesome? Now, that doesn't mean I think, again, I'm Mr. Super, I have attained, and I'm this or whatever. I'm not a bishop or a, a potentate or, or a priest or a politician. I mean, whoa, <laughs> so much more grandeur than me. A politician? Oh, I can't believe that anything witchcraft-wise would ever work on a politician. <laughs> Can you imagine a politician? Oh, man. Oh, it's, it's funny. It, it, uh <laughs> anyway, I'm sure they're getting a big kick out of what I'm saying as they're listening to this. And I'm getting a big kick out of what they're saying. So it's kind of a mutual thing. Anyway, uh, it's not going to be a big kick, though, when they when they actually try to really pull this off. Which, as far as I know, I mean, I don't know if they're going to try it tonight. uh, If they're going to try it, you know, hey, maybe they'll try it from now until whenever. That's irrelevant. Um, Let's go forward here. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers. Okay, I said that before. Um, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal and this is the spiritual war carnal meaning like a literal like sword or weapon. Okay. They're not carnal, but mighty through God. See, it's through God capital G to the pulling down of strongholds casting down imaginations and I and every high thing that exalted, exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So again, yeah, you really want to make sure you're as right with God as possible going into this. Something like this. And, and um, uh, if God so leads you to fast, fasting is very, very powerful as well. Um, so these are, these are things to think about. Uh, let's go further here. Um and then and then the last verse, and having a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. So, see, in some regards, righteous indignation, revenging all disobedience is, is it wrong for me to be righteous indignant over this after this blaspheming forked tongue black eyed bean devil witch? called my lord and savior those things that i won't repeat is it wrong for me to want to revenge all disobedience in that regard well if it is i stand convicted righteous indignation is an attribute of god the the problem is is be angry and sin not (laughs) that's the problem you know because that's the hard thing not to do Matthew 11:12 And from the days of John the Baptist until now the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. And this is Jesus Christ talking. And the violent take it by force. Now, I'm not going to be super dogmatic and say I exactly know the total interpretation of this, but it seems to fit in with what we're talking about today here. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. Well, we, could that be the evil people like what we're I'm talking about the, this, these cadre of devils coming against myself, this ministry. Um, my, well, I would imagine they'd be praying against all you too, the listeners, my daughter, that type of thing. Yeah. Well, who has it suffered violence from? Yeah, there's devils, there's demons, there's evil entities, but there's also wicked, evil people on the planet that work through them. The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. And the violent take it by force. 1 John 3.8 For this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. That's why Jesus Christ a big reason why he came to earth. Not only to save humanity but to destroy the works of the devil. And it wasn't like okay I'm going to go and and use a ball and a wrecking ball and destroy the works of the devil. It's more of a spiritual destruction is what they're in reference to here. Now, granted, yeah, you had a temple of Baal or whatever. You know, <laughs> that'd be a good thing to have destroyed. But, you know, before the the the, the, the temple's literally going to come down, you have to address the spiritual aspect of it, is, is, I think, the point there. Okay, and this is the verse I had read the other day, and there was one thing in here that, that stuck out to me. And this is before any of this even happened. And it's uh, 1 Samuel 17, 45 through 48. Um. Okay, yeah, 1 Samuel seventeen forty-five. Then David said to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword. This is Goliath, okay? Uh, literal Nephilim. Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts. Lord of hosts, when you typically use that term, it's usually a battle-type term. The Lord of hosts. And the armies, and the God of the armies of Israel... Whom thou hast defied. <clears throat> this day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee, and I will and I will take thine head from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the host of the Phil- the carcass of the host of the Philistines this day to the fowls of the air, and to the wild beasts of the earth, and all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear. Which is, he literally confronted Goliath in battle. And he did smite him with a stone. Obviously the stone was supernaturally placed right where it had to be in order to kill Goliath. But even though that did happen, even David is saying before it happens that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear. In other words, it was a supernatural thing that God directed. Okay? For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. And it came to pass, when the Philistines arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hasted, meaning he quickly ran toward Goliath, and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. See, he ran toward the army. Now, was what this devil said to me any less blasphemous than what Goliath said to David? In their, in their dialogue, if, if you, um, and I didn't even read that part, okay? But he had basically blasphemed the Lord, okay? And was challenging them. Why, why should I be any less aggressive when I go to meet my enemies, when I go to literally engage them, am I going to quiver in fear in the corner? Oh boy, she's coming after me here and her coven and all her higher ups and evil. <laughs> if I do that, I'm I'm probably as good as dead because I'm showing God I have no faith. I've almost forfeited my right to protection. No, 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 no. You do the opposite. He ran toward the Philistine. That's what he did. So I'm sorry, I had to take a little call there. Um, and so yeah, David ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Now I know the Bible says, having done all, stand. So there's a time I believe you stand, you face the enemy, and there's a time in you run toward the enemy. In this particular case, I feel like with my response, I've run toward them. I felt like it was appropriate. You want to engage me, you want to blaspheme Jesus Christ, you want to take that tact? Understand who you're messing with. I'm here to un- to make you understand who your battle really is with, cuz it's really not with me. You know, you've opened up a can of worms that you should not have opened up. You've made a huge mistake. You and your ilk. Okay? Cuz it ain't about Scotty, as she says. And she thinks it is, and it's not. She thinks that my God has no power. Well, that's going to be shown. (laughs) She she has been believing a real big lie there. So, I will, um, you know, I'll let you know. Who knows, maybe in the next teaching. The problem with this type of stuff is that, you know, I, I could be in a situation where, you know, God totally protects me and i don't all kind of spiritual stuff happens and i don't even know about it you know what i mean so it's really really hard unless god reveals it to me what might be taking place on a spiritual level so i might not have a whole lot to report back i've had this happen to me many other times and and a lot of times it's like okay well it's like okay well it's just status quo but i don't i don't have any idea what took place on a spiritual level the closest thing I ever got to that was the uh, that witch that tried astral projecting here, the, who she refers to as the rookie moron. That tried astral projecting into the house. So, um, now she's saying that she's threatened to do that to me, though, because what she had said is maybe I'll materialize visibly in front of you, uh, just so you so I can tell you the stories before I take you with me. Meaning the 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 stories about. The um, uh, the uh, politicians and the priests and all the other people that because she, she's so, whatever high up in the occult hierarchy. And I told her, I said, yes, please go with that thought and materialize them before me. Just be prepared for eternal hellfire, for you or anyone who wants to take a shot at this. Because before you dealt with my daughter, this time you're going to be dealing with me. And again. <laughs> this is something I begged for from God, okay? Taylor hasn't begged for it, okay? So you're dealing, you're, you're on a little different level here. Not everybody's called to want to go into this kind of literal battle. This is what I want to do. <laughs> this is what I've prayed to do, okay? So not everybody you deal with is is going to be the same, you know, is what I'm saying here. And, and, and as much as my daughter didn't want to deal with it, that person ended up in hell okay which is is about as serious as it can possibly get so it's up to you jasmine and your cult cadre and your uh, quote associates but i'm here i'm here and i will not back down i will not back down In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Luke 10, 17 through 20. And the seventy return again with joy, saying, Lord, they're talking to Jesus, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Jesus Christ speaking. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions, and over the and over all the power of the enemy. That's something we need to keep in the forefront of our mind. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise up against me in condemnation, God shall condemn. I'm kind of paraphrasing a little bit there, but. Notwithstanding, in this rejoice not, that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. So just a little perspective there. So, oh. On this note, this is perfect timing. Perfect timing. I just want to make sure that this link is still viable here. Um, I had, as you've known, I have um, requested that somebody would possibly put up a prayer page. And I had a, a listener tell me how somebody put a prayer page up on Facebook... Now, I'm not up on Facebook. Um, I don't have any presence there. This is not my page. This is a listener, okay, that I've had a lot of correspondence with. She volunteered to do it. And um, it's just for prayer, prayer requests. Okay, that's all it's for. It's not a form, It's not anything like that. It's just a, a prayer request type thing. So this is perfect timing because she actually got the page up. I will be putting it out um, I don't know if I just put it on the newsletter or not, but I'm putting it out here. Anyway, it's a rather long link so you'd have to really click into the PDF and um, to click on the link for Facebook. And um, you can go there and you can have a place where if, if you have um, like specific prayer requests, you can go post them and um, my listeners can pray for one another. It's all biblical. And, and I think that'll be an awesome thing so that's kind of like perfect timing because um, it's been a long time coming and, and now it's it's finally up and it couldn't be better timing with regard to these two emails that are the, the, the this correspondence that I just went over so that's all I have for part one and we will go to part two next god bless you